the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Right Makes Might. The intersection of our faith and the world is a battlefield strewn with debris of a fallen world. It challenges even the hardest souls. And yet, this intersection is the context of our faith. As courageous Christian warriors, we must navigate this difficult terrain in our personal walk and as we seek to bring Christ to those who are lost and struggling. As a colonel in the Marine Corps Reserves with numerous combat deployments, Richard Mendelow has walked dangerous ground in peacetime and in war. Join us for the next 30 minutes as he and his guests shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for courageous Christianity. And here's your host, Richard Mendelow. Friends, welcome. It's Saturday and we're happy to be back with you this morning to talk about courageous Christianity. As always, I'm joined by Christy Stratton, my tireless wingman. Good morning, everyone. Over the last few weeks, we've talked about courageous Christianity at the intersection of our faith and this troubled world. We describe this intersection as God's classroom, where everyone can learn, provided we do not shy away from the opportunity that we have in Christ at what is often a point of conflict. We talked about good versus evil as the overarching context for everything. We talked about true love, which shines God's light on those in darkness. We talked about the devil's insurgency against God in its many rebellious forms. Our counterinsurgency as Christians and the 10 things that Jesus did, which we can model in our daily behavior. These episodes are available as podcasts at kkht.com under the programs tab. My book, 40 Days to Courageous Christianity, discusses these topics at length and is available on Kindle and in paperback at rightmakesmight.com. Having laid this groundwork, we can move forward in our conversation about being courageous at the critical point where our faith meets the world. Before we march ahead with what I pray will be a great conversation, I must share with you that as a colonel still serving in the Marine Corps Reserves, I have to preface my comments by saying that these are my personal views and they do not necessarily represent the Department of Defense or the Department of the Navy. Please pray with us. Heavenly Father, we ask for courage in these troubled times. We pray that you guard our hearts from the devil's deception, that you draw us near to you, and that you help us to walk well in this difficult world. Lord, help us to come together in faith and truth. Help us to love one another as warriors on a battlefield love each other, putting others first with encouragement and forgiveness. Father, we pray in thanks for your hand in all we do, knowing that you will bend all things toward good, and that we need only trust in you in all things. In Jesus' courageous name, amen. Amen. Christy, how was your week? 
Well, you said I was tireless. <laughs> yes. I'm a little tired. It's been a busy week. <laughs> yes. If the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. Yeah, that's for sure. What's on your heart? So um, you're absolutely right, the busyness. And, um, you know, I'm trying to, like many people, try to take what we're talking about here, talk, um, walk the talk, yes, courageous right. Christianity, and and as I often say, my my humanness <laughs> is a part of that. And so walk out this mission for God on this battlefield, um, being ever aware, I think, of what can pull me away from that. And one of the things is busyness, definitely. It's been a busy week. What are you doing in response to feeling busy and feeling pulled? So um, thank you for asking that question because it, it really brings me to thinking about it. And I think it's important for us to think about it, to be able to, to be step back. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, so back uh, as things began to get very busy at the beginning of the year or just before the beginning of the year and prayers were being, God was just opening doors for me. Um there were a lot of things that happened and I got intentional and realized, okay, so if my number one mission is for God, then what follows after that in, in everything I do? And I think we've talked about it before, but um, God being number one priority and then my family uh, and relationships and then my calling. And so I looked at that as the lens I was looking through everything. And so I keep trying to come back to that. And I actually wrote it down on a program that I used to, um, called OneNote that I brought that back to. And I keep coming back to that. And if if God is the number one thing and this show, Courageous Christianity, um, my show, The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy, Christy Stratton, which is all a component of my service, walking out my mission for God, um, then these other things that are coming below that don't fit into the picture, then I'm called to look at those things and discern, is this for God? Or I guess this is what's coming to me against God. And so um, being intentional about saying this really tough word that a lot of people have a hard time saying, which is no. Right. Uh, as you were saying that, what came to mind is that the season is spring. Mm. And in spring, if you want things to grow as they should, to flower as they should, you have to do some pruning and you have to be intentional. Mm -hmm. You have to prune away the things you don't want, weed out the things that you don't want and fertilize and nurture the things that you do want. And it sounds like that's where your thoughts are. Yeah. Interesting that you said that because I don't know that we've necessarily spoken about this before, but the book I wrote, which is not out yet, in large part because of busyness because <laughs> it's on that shelf to be done. Right. Called from rebel to roses growing through the losses of life. And that's exactly what I talk about is how a rose blooms, even if it's been dormant um, through life changes and things like that. And the, the nurturing that it needs. And as it grows, it may, you know, hit uh, growth spurts. It might hit things that, could affect its growth 
it even has thorns and as it grows one of the things that you know you do is you have to prune it right to it again to flourish and you're exactly right and it's, it's it can be so we're talking about courageous christianity and making those intentional choices but right. the fact of the matter that humanness comes into play and it's hard for people to say no and i know that because of the work that i do i hear people say that so i'm not just assuming it it's hard for me to say no but if so how am i handling it is the question you ask is is coming back and going okay so what are the priorities i did that first i set that first so i have that anchor to go back to and your values and my values yes i do a lot of work around values and I'm having to put myself into what I often say, having those conversations that um, uh, make your voice shake. (laughs) Yeah. So basically, if I'm hearing you putting your resources, time, money, energy against your values and your priorities uh, in a combat zone, you don't show up like the Beverly Hillbillies with a giant truck loaded with everything. Everything you take is on your person for a reason. It's in your pack for a reason. And you're very intentional. You don't want to carry extra weight. You don't want to waste energy. Right. And so you're carefully ensuring that you prune away the things that may have crept in so that you can be focused and nurture uh, your values and your priorities, which is God your family and your calling. Absolutely. And and to speak specifically of what right now, one of the things that I'm pruning is again, looking at that lens of that order and the priority, knowing that my mission is for God is evaluating those things that um, are taking me away from that focus. And it may be a challenge, but at the same time, I've learned something else in evaluating it because of actually even listening to a spot that was on this show um, um, for something and it, it just hit me. So the thing I'm speaking about is um, being involved in organizations where I do volunteer work and I, I've often said because of my heart and the way that I am, I wish that I could just volunteer all the time and get paid well for it. But the reality is, is that I've got to keep a roof over my head. And so I have the tendency, though, because of my heart and wanting to serve, is I'll go get involved with organizations. And because I have some skill sets that they like and want, they tend to pull me in as kind of a leader in the organizations. And so it's a really tough thing for me to uh, say no to. But that's what I had to evaluate again, evaluated against that priority list. What is going to help me serve? my Lord better. And, and if this is not serving, then I have to step away. So I had two conversations. They're not all complete. I've started on, stepped on, it's a process, right? right? Um, and one other is one of them is I'm, I have to send a letter, a formal letter to step off to step away from these commitments. And the other, I had a discussion with the leader of this particular organization and she shared some other details that I didn't know that were happening. And because of also my level of commitment and I keeping my word, I said, okay, then I won't, I won't step away right now. So it's hard. It's hard. And, but we evaluate, we figured out some different kind of so-called, I guess, lack of better words, a stopgap for right now. Some things that took me an hour the other day to do, 
but it's going to free up a lot of time because it's a system and a process and I'll be able to step away by August. Not exactly on my timeline, but we're making progress. Making progress. And what that really does articulate is that every engagement on the battlefield is not decisive. We don't win the war in one battle, especially in counterinsurgency. It's comprised of lots of little battles. And you might be wondering, hey, courageous Christianity is the intersection of our faith and the world. And we always picture this narrow road that leads to Christ and having another traveler on the road coming toward us. And by standing firm in our faith, we maybe have a difficult conversation. We shine God's light on them. Hopefully we turn them around and now they're walking in the same direction with us. But what you're actually speaking to is totally important because before that intersection ever takes place, before that meeting on that road ever happens, you are taking steps in your life to prepare for that meeting Mm -hmm. and to orient your heart and your values and your time and your resources toward that meeting such that you can show up as your best. Right. And I think maybe people don't often think about that uh, in Courageous Christianity, but it is preparing for combat. So the steps that you take to uh, ensure that you're at that best, uh, I think that's fantastic. And I think that's a great example of Courageous Christianity. It's not unlike waking up in the morning and kneeling by your bed and saying prayers and asking God to guide you and reading your Bible and and orienting yourself, your activity, your energy, your focus to Jesus and keeping your eyes on Jesus. And that brings up something that is on everybody's minds, I'm quite sure, and it's the coronavirus epidemic, which is growing and spreading and engaging so much of our time. And I wanted to take this opportunity to show how we as courageous Christians respond to challenges. We don't just go with the world and go with the media because people are looking to us in a time of uncertainty. They're looking for leadership. And so we were talking earlier Mm -hmm. about uh, this coronavirus and how that relates to our faith. Right. What are your thoughts there on that next phase of Courageous Christianity where you've prepared yourself and now you have this opportunity? Right. And it's interesting, for for some reason, and I don't know that I've ever had this sense or feeling before, but I feel so overwhelmed by the Holy Spirit that I'm to be praying about the coronavirus. And it just keeps coming to me like incessant prayer. And I don't know that I've ever felt that before. And so my mind went to, you know, as courageous Christians um, and looking at the intersection of the world and our faith, is what then can we do? Well, if that's coming upon you, then pray incessantly. And what I'm really getting from the Holy Spirit is that Christians, we need to band together here and we need to be praying. And praying. We need to be praying for God to work his miraculous loving will, loving way to yeah. stop this. And not when we do see the hype in the media and um, then try not to obviously protect ourselves. And one of the things I go back to, and I've heard a lot of people say this is, you know, I know that I know that I know one thing that we can do is wash our hands and wash our hands for 20 seconds. And as they're showing us to do, we should be doing that anyway. And we don't want to live in the world of shoulds, but you know, even, and I think the thing even with our discussion a moment ago too, is 
I want people to get, and I'm getting, it, it can be, it, it doesn't have to be this huge thing that we do. These little tiny steps. It's little, these it's consistent little things, pressure. Right. And right. so praying consistently, praying incessantly, washing our hands, whatever those, those are courageous steps as well. Uh, absolutely. You said two things that are crucial. So our faith meets the world. A lot of even Christians want to keep it separate, but it's not separate. And our faith meets this uh, situation. And we all think, well, how could I possibly get coronavirus? I've got 27 rolls of paper towel at home and I have all the toilet paper Costco had to buy. And it's, and the hand sanitizer. And, the hand sanit- <laughs> and it's, it's not like and that. And in all seriousness, first thing I always do is turn to scripture. Mm. And it's why knowing it is so important. And so the scriptures that come to mind for me are Isaiah, uh, as heaven is above the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, my thoughts, your thoughts. God's ways are always beyond us. I don't know what this is all about, but I know that I'm going to have faith and I'm going to show up as my best. The next scripture that comes to mind is... All things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So he will make good come out of whatever uh, is happening. And, uh, you know, I love Dr. Martin Luther King, and I'm always quoting him. And he said something brilliant. He said, the arc of the universe is long and it bends toward justice. And in the same way, the arc of the universe is long and it bends toward good. God's universe and God's will bends toward good. So what that says to me is stay in my lane. Do what you can where you are with what you have. That stuff is above my pay grade. What I can do here is I can encourage, I can reassure, I can pray, I can speak the truth, and I can set an example of faith despite the uncertainty. And that's courageous. And that's courageous. And that brings us to the moment of truth. In every episode, we have a moment of truth where we look at a scripture which informs our discussion. We do this to remind ourselves that regardless of what we experience in the world, the Bible is a living, breathing, and absolutely relevant source of our loving Father's guiding word, especially in troubled times. Our moment of truth today comes from Romans chapter 12, verses 6 through 8. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophecy in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then give encouragement. If it is giving, then give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. If it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. Friends, we are all different, made specially for such a time as this. Today is our opportunity in Christ right here, at this moment, exactly as we are. God knows everything about each of us, our mistakes, our sins, our fears, and our dreams. He manages all of these things for good. With such meticulous attention, it is often hard to fathom. Nonetheless, in my personal experience, I see his hand every day. Our job is to come to him in faith, to read his word, to reflect on it, and to reference it in all we do such that his word forms our attitudes and our opinions not the world. I read on a sign in the gym yesterday that the past is a place of reference, not a place of residence. Whatever brought you to this point made you for this exact time. The devil will try to keep you out of this exact moment because this is where your opportunity in Christ lies. Do not waste time on regret. That is the past. 
Do not waste time on anxiety. That is the future. The devil uses these emotions to keep you out of the present. Reflect on God's word in all things every day and go and do your unique duty. Your opportunity is right here in this moment in faith. Ask Jesus to help you to do what you can where you are, as you are. He will not withhold his love or protection. Christy. So I keep coming back to, and maybe it's because I need the repetition as well, and I'm sure if I do, many out there listening need the same thing. Uh, but is those little things can be the courageous things. And so, as you said, on your knees praying, um, down to washing our hands, those are all the courageous Christians that, as we set an example, and it ties together all the episodes that we've done so far. So there's faith, and then there are the things that you can actually do. Right. Faith is a prayer, and washing your hands is something you can actually do. Friends, we're all different. This is not an accident. Together we bring different contributions to God's kingdom. He made us specially, and this is his intended purpose. Just as a military unit requires many skill sets, from riflemen to machine gunners to intelligence specialists to supply specialists to medics, so we are all necessary. When we come together in common purpose, with common understanding and a common set of rules, we become a force more powerful than any army. As Christians, our purpose is to glorify God. That is our sole purpose, to glorify the Creator. Our common understanding is that together, in the truth of Jesus Christ, we are redeemed from sin, blessed with eternal life, and gifted to serve our Lord and Savior. Our common rules are the practices and attitudes of that Savior. In this we are a force for God and the good that He intends. Finally, we are expected to take action. We don't just hang around and have churchy conversations saying, bless this and bless that. As a force, we go out onto the battlefield of this world and we confront the forces of evil with good. We confront weakness with strength, faithlessness with faith, uncertainty with the certain joy of Christ, hate with love, death with life, and anxiety with conviction. We shine the light of truth on darkness, knowing that the darkness will not like it. In confronting this world, we also know that it will not be easy. We also know that Jesus will never leave us. Friends, we must focus on today only and cast our cares on Christ. He will shoulder our burdens. We also know that this is God's truth and everything else is a lie. There are other things we know to be true. We know that two are better than one because alone we are vulnerable to the devil's schemes. We know that we have all sinned and fallen short, that none are perfect, and yet in Christ we are all worthy. We know we all have different gifts, just as the disciples were each different and hand-chosen by Jesus. We are each different and hand-chosen. And finally, we know that we must do something. Jesus left everyone he touched with a command for some sort of action. To the adulteress, he said, go and sin no more. To those he healed, he said, tell no one. And to others, he said, go and do likewise. Our love of Christ in faith involves action. In Christ, you are chosen for precisely who you are. Whatever your talents, whatever your sins, whatever your experiences, whatever your mistakes, bring them to Jesus today. Do whatever pruning is necessary to orient your resources toward him. Keep your eyes on him. In him we are all important, necessary, and filled with promise. In him we are an army of God. Your thoughts. 
What keeps coming up for me is to remind the listeners uh, about your book because it really set me on a trajectory of seeing things differently, and I think it would be a great um, companion here, 40 Days to Courageous Christianity, so you can find out about right at rightmakesmite.com. Thank you. You know, I always like to leave you the quote, and today Henry Ford is speaking to us, and he was a conflicted character with anti-Semitic tendencies, and no Christian can be anti-Semitic because you can't hate the family that adopted you. But nonetheless, he said something that's worth hearing today. He said, coming together is a beginning, staying together is progress, and working together is success. If you want to know more about how to be a warrior in these challenging times, read your Bible. And if you'd like to know more about spiritual warfare from the military perspective, as Christy said, please read my book, Right Makes Might, 40 Days to Courageous Christianity. It is available on Kindle and at rightmakesmight.com. Should you want to reach me, I can be contacted at rich at courageouschristianity.com. Thanks for joining us today, friends. Your time is valuable, and we are grateful. I'm Richard Mendelow, and you've been listening to Courageous Christianity. God bless and semper fi.